Hey, girlfriend, we have got a treat for you today. I get to interview one of my past clients. Her name is Naya, and she has an incredible story that I think is really going to resonate with you guys. Um, She has experienced some miscarriages. She's experienced um, having been dismissed by doctors. Um, it's, it's quite the touching story and, um, then to know what she needed to do and doing some things and then being convicted that those, that wasn't what the Lord was calling her to do. And I think you'll love the ending and the outcome, um, of where she is now. So, and I want you guys to know if you are in a similar spot, if you have had a recent miscarriage or if you have been in the wait for a while to get pregnant and, um, it's felt a little, little hopeless and you're not feeling very listened to, um, you're not sure if you're getting the right support, um, I I am here for a reason in your ears to tell you that um, I truly believe I am the Lord's spokesperson for Christian hormones <laughs> and um, you can get better answers and you can truly understand what's going on inside of your body and how to support it as God designed in order for you to conceive and to receive life. Um, So I was able to share these things with Naya. Um, I was able to figure it out for myself um, to find that lifestyle that has enabled both of us to understand our bodies, what our root issues were, and what we could do about it outside of medications or treatments um, and all of that. So um, you guys, my Healthy Cycles class is coming up tonight and um, I'm just giving you one of the frameworks inside of my course, um, Fertility Framework, that um, is going to lay out for you how do you actually support those cycles. And so this is a lot of what I worked through with Naya and what I've worked through with many clients of what are those natural lifestyle changes that I can do. I'm giving you seven of them. I call them the seven studs of healthy cycles. So I'm really encouraging you to come join us tonight. Sign up below in the show notes. Um, Just put in your name and your email and you will get the uh, the Zoom link to come join us. And I'm giving away some fun goodies for the course and some fun door prizes that will totally bless you. So I really encourage you guys to join us tonight and, um, and get in on all the fun. So without further ado, I present to you our, um, our episode with sweet, sweet Naya. Let's go. Hey sister, welcome to For the Love of Hormones podcast. Do you have a desire to get pregnant in God's design and be free from the pressure of going straight to IUI or IVF? Hey, I'm Becca. While I was blessed with two children, I then suffered from three miscarriages. I too felt emotionally wrecked anytime I was around a pregnant friend. I wanted to understand God's design for my body and how to care for it naturally, but I just kept telling myself that it was too complicated and I needed to be content with my circumstances. Until I found the answer, hormone health and tracking. In this podcast, you will find answers to all of your period, ovulation, and cycle questions so that you will be able to find the path for getting pregnant in God's design. So sister, for the love of hormones, put that pregnancy test stick down and grab your Bible, matcha green tea, and a journal because it's time for a Come to Jesus and Hormones meeting. Welcome to Miss Naya. We're so excited to have her on here today. So I'm just going to open us up with a word of prayer to bless this episode. 
Father God, we come before you. We thank you so much for letting us get to record today. Thank you so much for Naya's willingness to share her testimony and for what a powerful, beautiful testimony it is. And God, I just pray that you would be speaking through this entire episode to the woman who is listening. And I pray that you would bring bring her a word of encouragement and peace and hope um, from Naya's story. And so I just pray that you would speak through Naya, you would speak through me, and you would just really touch the heart of the woman listening to this. And we lift this up in Jesus' name. Amen. So, oh, and Lord, sorry, I have to pray for this too. God, please bless this episode with technology issues. And I just pray that that part would go well too. Um, Thank you, Lord. Amen. Um, Amen. Yeah. (laughs) We like hardly had any technology issues coming into this, which is a big deal. So kind of amazing. Um, So Naya, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we're so excited to have you. And thank you for just being so willing to share your story with us. Um, So just tell us who you are and just about yourself and your family and what you do. Um, We'll kick off with that. Mm, Sure. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you for having me here. It's such a great honor. I feel blessed in so many ways. It's it's nice to share uh, about my, my experience. So I'm Naya, uh, actually Nayara for full name, Naya for short. Uh, I'm originally from Brazil. I've been living here in the United States for about, I want to say, seven years, uh, maybe eight, stop counting. Uh, married um, to a lovely husband and living in New York. Um, so I... My whole life, I have been taking care of kids as uh, nanny, uh, nursery teacher, preschool teacher. I graduated in Brazil to be an early childhood educator, and it's just been my passion. I always love children, and I, I don't picture myself doing anything but being around them and, and helping them in, in, in any way possible. And time comes, then I we get married and we want to have our own children, and then things start getting a little dicey. Yeah, <laughs> but we're gonna yeah. get into that. Not, not stepping ahead. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, I find that that's like a really common kind of hardship that a lot of women deal with who are wanting to be pregnant. They love working with children. And it's kind of this catch 22 of you love working with children, but it's also really hard because you're like, I want one of my own, you know? Um, So tell us like, you know, okay. So you said that you guys got married, you were wanting to start having children. And then what happened? What were kind of the, some of the struggles you guys were dealing with? Well, I, I, I wasn't prepared at all for it to be difficult. I didn't experience that in my family that people struggling to get pregnant. Um, I always thought it was, you know, if you are not careful, you get pregnant. So mm-hmm. in my mind, it was like, well, once we are married, we are ready, we are open, things are going to happen pretty quickly because that's that's the story I've been experiencing, I've been told, right? And so we, uh, I was, we were waiting to have our church wedding to start really trying because we... 
got married legally first. Nice. And but we were waiting to have like a church wedding and you know go to Brazil where my fam, you know, most of my family is there. Um, so we were waiting for that special moment and we started trying right, right after, right the mm-hmm. night after we were open and, and actually it didn't take long for us to get pregnant. It was less than six months and it felt like a long time. But what happened is I, we had a miscarriage, mm-hmm. right? We were, and it was of course hard heartbreaking and it was super hard not knowing what's what happened um but you know that doctors just tell like oh it can happen you know even four times it's normal wow and it's it's, it's just hard right yeah. you're going through this and, but then again we got pregnant like two cycles after that but it was even uh, quicker pregnancy it was why well, the first one we we went up to eight weeks the the second one was what we call a chemical like mm-hmm. five weeks and and uh, and I had a miscarriage and and then it wasn't even happening anything mm-hmm. uh, like it took us a uh, long time so those those miscarriages happened in 2021 and uh they're very close together. Uh, yeah, super hard. Uh, good news, spoiler. <laughs> We're expecting our rainbow, double rainbow baby yeah. now, right? So after two losses, but uh, it's been, it was tough journey. Yeah. That. Yeah, you have, you have been through so much. So um, tell us like, so when you were there, and we'll definitely get to your sweet, your sweet, <laughs> sweet child who's with you now. But um, when you were kind of in in the journey, you guys got married. You were ready to go from your church wedding. I love that. Um, and uh, you know, you unfortunately experienced these really tough miscarriages. Sounds like your support wasn't optimal. Like, what were doctors recommending for you at that point? I wish it was a joke. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's so uh, sad to look back. So I had like a regular OB, right? And they just say like, you know, when you want to get pregnant, just start trying on day 14, you know, very like not much information at all, not really knowing my specifics of my cycle. I I had a I've always had like a pretty like regular cycle, like 28 to 30 days. So apparently there was nothing wrong. It was just, you know, it takes time or, you know, it's normal to have miscarriages kind of thing. So when, uh, when we got pregnant the first time, we, we went to our first appointment. I was about six weeks and a half. So I was hoping that maybe I could hear the heartbeat because, uh, I would read some places that that was the earliest, uh, you could listen to. So we went, my husband was there with me um, and we did the ultrasound. And the only thing the doctor said was, oh, it's too small. Are you sure your dates are correct? And it was, uh, well, I've, I've been tracking my cycle. Uh, At the time I was using uh, the basal body temperature 
So I knew when I ovulated because my temperature had uh, risen, right? And so I, I knew my dates were right. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't a mistake there. But he was just like, oh, you know, it's too small, but not, not getting any more information than that. Just yeah. it's too small. And then he said, you know, it's in the right place. You have, you, you know, have a little embryo there. You have, uh, I guess, the, the, the sac- I don't know, like the terms there, but it was in, in the right place. It's too small. Usually when it's like that, um, like I give you like two weeks, you may have a miscarriage. But if you don't, then come back in two weeks and we are going to do some testing. And I remember leaving there. Like, wow. Of course. Uh, and, and that reaction, uh, it's so sad. Um, I remember telling my husband that I felt a great guilt too because at the moment that he like dismissed and just like it's too small, all the joy and excitement I had towards that baby kind of, mm. I, I wanted to shut it down. I guess like a, a self-protection yeah. kind of thing. And then I felt super guilty because mm. it was still my baby and it was there and I didn't know what to do. Mm. And, you know, sure enough, two weeks later, when we were eight weeks, I miscarried it. Mm. And then I just went back there to confirm that it was a clean miscarriage. Like I didn't have to do any, you know, the, the procedure to remove anything. It yeah. was all natural, which which was blessing in a way that I didn't have to have any other uh, intervention, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but there was no support at all, I feel. It was, And then by the second time, I was still with the same doctor because it was also very close. When I went there saying that I had had a, another miscarriage mm-hmm. because it was uh, pretty soon, mm-hmm. he was trying to convince me that it was my imagination. Oh my because, goodness. Yes. It was and I, again I've been tracking my cycle. I knew when I ovulated. So I knew I was pregnant. I did the test, right? But he was saying those tests can be false positive. I think your period was just late. Wow. It's like, but my period can be late a week, which was would be the case if I had ovulated later. I know when I ovulated. I know my body. Mm-hmm. I know, I know what happened. But it's like, oh, okay, no, that okay. So I put it here that, but like very, oh, uh, wow, yeah. So Aww. that time I decided to switch doctors. Like I'm not coming back to this place. Yeah, and uh, and I found a, another doctor that very. I mean, I very different approach. Very nice, and I felt like he was listening to me. He ordered a lot of tests and things, even like genetic testing. He, you know, he uh, instructed us to do some, to see if there was anything related, you know, with the the miscarriages about any genetic condition. Uh, but I still feel like they were still, the doctors general, like the OB, uh, GYN, uh, they, not, by, not for bad, but I don't think they know very much still, like in this area. So it was it was trying to help me as much as he could, uh, but we didn't get many answers. Gotcha. Yeah, Naya, that's just awful. And I know your story. Like we've worked together, 
But I mean, just hearing it again fresh, it's like so frustrating um, that you had to go through that and saw the emotions that went with it as well. So yeah, just to talk about it. I feel like my my face burning. Yeah, I want to. I really do feel like it's a righteous anger, and there is there is no dissing to doctors, you know at all, like in general or whatever. But unfortunately, that experience that you had, that was a horrible experience. You were very dismissed. You were not listened to. You were not believed. Um, That's called gaslighting. Um, When you know something about your body and you know this, and then someone tries to tell you that it was your imagination. Like anyone who's listening to this, if you've ever had an experience like that, I really do encourage you to find a provider who will listen to you and believe you because you are the person who knows your body the best and knows if you carried life, like we are women and we know like God has given us this gift to know. Um, and, and, you know, no one should ever say like, that was your imagination. That's just so, so horrible. So I'm so sorry. Um, so, um, so how did you find me? I'm trying to remember where, where oh, were yeah. you at? How'd you find me? Let's, let's, let's start moving <laughs> upwards. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that's definitely God's plan, hmm. God's guiding path. Um, I started to search for more information, right? So I went through podcasts. Now I'm here on, on a podcast. <laughs> Look at you. This yeah. is so nice. I was listening to um, The Hormones Genius mm-hmm. podcast, uh, a bunch of others there uh, who I, you know, learn a lot and it's so good and one time you were there you're the the person being interviewed nice there. and I remember listening and at the time you were pregnant of your little girl there and it just it just spoke to me and mm-hmm. the fact that you know uh the hormones genius that you know they are also uh, Christian right there's the faith in there and I like that you had a Christian faith as well, and that you worked um, helping with the hormones, and as you shared your experience, that the faith was something uh, very. It, it is. It was then, and it is now very important to me. So I felt like pretty much God telling me this is the person mm. that I'm putting in your in your way now to help you. Wow! And and then I reach out and tells. Yeah, man, that's crazy. That makes me want to cry. (laughs) I remember being on that episode too. I was like, I was very, very pregnant on that episode and I was on my bouncy ball and I didn't realize I was out of breath and (laughs) Teresa called me out on it. I was like, oh shoot, I'm so sorry. (laughs) So, oh man, it's great. Um, Okay, so you found me through the Hormone Genius. I love I mean, that mm-hmm. podcast changed my life. Listeners, if y'all haven't checked that one out, it's it's a really beautiful podcast. Um, and I just want to highlight too that you you are so obedient, Naya. Like you are so in tune to the Holy Spirit and His voice. And for you to immediately be like, okay, okay, <laughs> okay, Lord, I'll do that. You know, that's awesome. That's amazing. So yes, it's great. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's talk about working together. What were some of your favorite parts about working with me? What did you learn? Well, 
to start, I just, I just fell in love. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like first meeting you and like thinking that you were so sweet and, and so like person, like not a, I don't know, not a seller, not a, you know, a real person. Mm-hmm. People person. Thank I don't, you. Yeah. sorry, my English is not my first. <laughs> You're uh, doing great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I just felt so connected and I loved like that there was like almost a friendship right away, like mm-hmm. some person to per- girl to girl. Yeah. And you know, I remember in the first time we met, it was just like a consultation, right? And you gave me real tips like right away, free to go. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if we're going to work together or not, but start doing this and this and that. And I started doing those little changes and I felt like, wow, those little things and it's already showing some results. Mm-hmm. So I want to, I want to learn more. I want to cool. know more. I want to do more. Right. Yeah. So um, yeah, I love that connection first thing. And as I mentioned before, the, the faith, the, the praying moments, and I loved how you called my, my attention to bring the Lord back mm-hmm. into the the conversation into the, the problem, you know, not just trying to fix things or find solutions, but pray about it. And it was a, it was a great reminder for me because it's, I feel like it's so easy. We just, uh, you know, feel so overwhelmed and mm-hmm. this whole thing's so frustrating and you just want to do something to fix it, to get what you want. Right. Right. You want it to, have a baby so what do I have to do what can I do mm-hmm. so it was great that you helped me to stop and like bring it back to the Lord focus like I know what you want but what is the Lord asking mm-hmm. for you right yeah. now so it was it helped me a lot also not just hormonally but right. spiritually in my relationship with God so yeah yeah that's awesome that's a huge compliment thank you Um, yeah, I found that like, it is really important. And this is something the Lord has worked on me and serving, you know, my clients serving you and in building out the course of like, I am at the center. I am not outside of the box because a lot of times when we're working on our health journeys, we're like, okay, this is what this person told me to do, or this is what this podcast said, or this is what X, Y, Z said. And so that's the box we're in. And so we're like, okay, I'm going to scramble through this box and I'm going to try to pull everything out and put everything on and do it all. And then we totally forget about God, you know, whereas what the Lord would have us do is pull one thing out of the box and be like, okay, Lord, this is what was brought to my attention what do you think? Is this something you're wanting me to pursue? Is this something for later? Or is this something I need to just put back in that box for right now? You know? Um, so yeah, you're, <laughs> we had lots of fun conversations <laughs> about that. Let's, <laughs> let's kind of go into um, what were some of the biggest outcomes of applying what you learned? Cause you made a lot of changes and I know you didn't enjoy all of them, <laughs> but <laughs> I just, we had a little, I know, Um, but what, you know, like what were some big things that, um, results that you saw from applying what you learned? Uh, yes, it was, it was challenging. (laughs) Let's, let's start being honest, right? (laughs) Sweetly Uh, challenging though, right? (laughs) Yes, no, it's great. I mean, you know, there's different, uh, kind of people, right? And, some people just 
law of challenge and change and, and right. go and do all things. And, and some people might have a little, you know, more <laughs> difficult time. Yeah. So I, I can be a little in, in that section there. So it was, yeah, like the, the, the changing lifestyle or changing diet. And uh, it was just, let's start by saying I can get overwhelmed right. very easily. I am a big dreamer and I see like the big thing. I want to do it all. And then I freak out because uh, it's too much. And then I, you know, I can't move forward. So I, um, it was, it was challenge to make changes to, to, to diet, for example, right? Like things that like you've been, uh, what is the word? Encouraging me to right. do that, uh, whole 30. And I remember like, oh, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> that is just. No, it's too much change. I don't. I don't have the plan for it. And uh, but again, bringing the Lord and doing like uh, what if what I can do at the time and changing. So it was the challenge to, for example, now I am in a gluten free diet, dairy free diet. Right? Look at you, uh, girl. You, you I'm see? proud of you. That's amazing. <laughs> But it wasn't. It wasn't like that, and it was. Uh, it was a big challenge, right? Because uh, it is. It is totally out of what you know. I've been accustomed to, and what is out there. What is the routine? You know, what you get usually get in the supermarket, the food you cook, and all those things. Yeah. But um, it was great that you helped me to. You've been very patient with me. <laughs> really knowing me and how I work and help me pray about it to make the changes that I could make at the time. Right. And one at a time. Right. And it didn't feel too much. And, and I started seeing results. So once I started seeing results, it didn't, it didn't get so hard anymore. Yeah. Right. So I feel like this was one of the, or the big thing that, uh, the, the change in, in diet um, take off some of the inflammatory uh, food and I could see the results and it didn't take much long to start noticing yeah some uh, changes in my body and yeah thank you because I really <laughs> needed your <laughs> your help Aww. in that process yeah mm. yeah sometimes you just need a a sweet support sister to kind of kick you in the booty a little bit and be like, all right, you go pray about that, you know? <laughs> so, and like knowing that I'm going to be checking in on you, that's like a whole other thing too. You know, that accountability is like, it's, it's a whole thing. Cause some people like what you mentioned are like, tell me what to do and I will do everything. I will upturn my whole house. I will, you know, and they'll do that. And I mean, I'm not that way either. Um, but, uh, but then, the, you know, there's people like you or me who are like, okay, you tell me how to do this. But I'm like, Ooh, I've got my morning routine down. I don't think you understand. <laughs> and you're asking me to make that change. Like you're asking me to change a lot. And, but ultimately, like what you said, it's all about coming to the Lord with like, okay, Lord, this is what Becca suggested, or this is what so-and-so suggested, but what, what are you directing? You know, in his heart, man plans 
his uh, course, but the Lord determines their steps. And so we want to ask Lord, like, this is the course I think, but like, what are the steps you want me to take? So, so um, you did a really good job in doing that. And like, look at you now. And so, and like some people, it takes a little bit longer, you know, you were not like an overnight, like I'm changing everything and voila, my periods are healthy and I'm not having the spotting and all of that. So, um, yeah. So, um, tell us about your pregnancy and how you got, how you got here and how far along you are, all of the beautiful things. Yes, yes, yes. So that's, oh my goodness. It's, uh, it's still hard to believe. Um, so I'm on my second trimester now, which is, it's a big victory, right? When you pass the the first trimester for many, many reasons, you know, of course, you know, by the second, there is, um, last chance of having a miscarriage. So it's, it's a victory there. Plus the bad symptoms that I was really having, like morning sickness, um, super, super tired all the time. So now I'm feeling more like myself. So it's, it's a great moment. Yeah. Very, very happy. So I'm 15 weeks as we speak. Right. Uh, so going back, I said, right. I had, uh, we had our miscarriages in 2021 and now I'm pregnant mm. and we are just beginning of 2024. So it was a journey yeah. there, right? So it it is a long journey and it definitely felt long, mm-hmm. felt like forever. Yeah. And the process, of course, there is you help me make the changes in, in my lifestyle and my diet and help with the right supplementation, vitamins, the things that my body needs. And learning more what my body needs and why my body needs so I could make the hard decisions, you know, right. knowing what is important. And it will instruct me to go see an APRA doctor. Mm-hmm. So that was very helpful too. Um, the thing about the APRA doctor, the way they test, like they do like a very, very precise uh, blood test to see the hormones, right? Yeah. And that was pretty much I had to do blood work every other day to check the the beginning. Also, with tracking, right? So I had to learn kratom, mm-hmm. uh, which is, you know, I'm glad I did. It's it's uh, very helpful, very very good. Along with the charting, do the blood work, and then after peak, right? You, you start doing other tests like to see the progesterone and other hormones. Along with uh, ultrasound, because she wanted to see the follicle growing and how the ovulation goes. Yeah. So make sure that where the problem is, right? Is the problem happening with estrogen not peaking so high? Is the problem happening with the ovulation when the follicle burst and, you know, there's not a, not a complete ovulation? Is the problem with the progesterone, right? So they want to see the whole picture. Mm-hmm. It did not work for me. Hmm. So I started doing those tests and it was getting me very stressed out. Hmm. Okay. It was too much for me. My my husband was questioning, he's like, do you really want to do this? Is that something that it's really necessary? Because he would see how hmm. miserable I was yeah. uh, at that 
point, right? Uh, my arms were all bruised because uh, I tend to bruise easily, and especially to draw blood. So there was a point where they couldn't find a place oh, to draw yeah. blood anymore. It was hurting, of course. And having to go to ultrasound, like there was a point that I had to go every other day and then every day. And then I had to make an appointment to do that. And I still, you know, work, even though, you know, I'm working as a nanny right now. So the families are very flexible. They are very understanding. No, they know, you know, they knew what I was going through. And, but still, I didn't feel comfortable just, you know, missing work or having to, you know, change or very last minute too, because it depends on the last result that my doctor would tell when I need to do another ultrasound. Yeah. It was just being too much. It was uh, very hard on me. And then I had a very nice long conversation with my husband and we decided that no. Yeah. I mean, it, it took prayer. So I shouldn't right. just not say this part. This is a very important part, right? It's a lot of prayer, personal prayer myself. And I just like, no, no, this is, this is too much on my body. And that's not, that's not what the Lord wants me to, to go in the direction there's. And then also questioning is like, am I doing this just because I want this so much? Mm-hmm. Right. And so after praying, talking, to my husband I said you know no more testing so I didn't even get to find uh, my peak estrogen on the testing because I, that's also it's a funny I say it's funny so we know how stress affect our cycle right right so I've been tracking I was doing all this testing yeah. and my cycle was getting longer like <laughs> I was because I was stressed I was like it's going to take forever this thing. Am I even going to ovulate oh, no. on the cycle? Oh, no. Right? Yeah. Because, you know, those, um, the stress level is, uh, it was very, very hard yeah. at the moment. So I decided to stop. And I, I stopped and talked to my husband. like, are we okay? We're okay. Uh, maybe, you know, I, I, I knew then that I had a problem with progesterone, right? I've been tracking. I mean, I've been learning with you. I've been tracking with Creighton. I even got myself a needle uh, monitor, oh, nice. right? That, right. Uh, yeah. that you can pee at home. Like, so that's something I did. It's painless. It yeah. doesn't take time. Right. right? And you can do it but at you home. Do it, yeah. You have to pay there, but you pay for the, for the sticks and, you know, it's not a, it's not a crazy um, deal. And I saw my progesterone level rise, but just enough to confirm, yes, I ovulated, but not good enough to mm. stay high. Mm-hmm. So I knew I had a fair uh, problem with progesterone, right? But my NAPRO doctor wanted to see the numbers, do the picture, which I understand too is that how, how they work, right? So talking like I didn't want to go through this, uh, we did. We were okay, not going through this. Prayed about it, and I really got to a point of surrender to the Lord. Mm. As like, and to be very honest here and very vulnerable to start with, I don't think the Lord wanted me to 
even start those tests. Hmm. I think I just did it. I, I don't think. I know I just did it because I was told to do by the doctor. And I, I thought that's what needed to be done. Yeah. But at the time, I was just so, I wanted to find out what's happening. I wanted to fix this. I need to do this. And I forgot to really bring it to the Lord. Yeah. And even though he was talking to me, like in, in the back there, the way I felt about this test, even from the beginning, I didn't want to even do it, but I, I felt like I had to do it. Mm-hmm. And I guess it was just like that time when, you know, God just pull your ear a little bit, just gentle, 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 <laughs> pull there like a good, a good dad would do. And it was like, I, you know, that's not, it's not what I wanted for you to mm. start with. Right. And that's when I, I stopped and we surrender. I was like, uh, and just, I got deeper in prayer in a way that I would pray more like God, you know, I want this so much. I I don't even have to say it. You know me. You know the desires of my heart. You know I've been wanted to be a mom since I since I could speak. Right. Mm-hmm. I that's something like from very young age, and you know I want it, right? But you know what's best for me. I don't. So. If, if that's something I wanted, but you don't want it, you, if you don't want it, there's a, there's a great reason for it that I don't know because you love me more than I love myself, right? So, you know, I wanted so much. I would love to, but your will be done. And if you don't want it, then I don't want it either because hmm. if you don't want it, it's because it's not good for me. And I don't need to understand. It's not up to me to understand. So it was very surrender. And I really felt like there was a heavy weight took off my shoulders. Yeah. And I was at peace. I was finally at peace. It was like I'm, I've done everything I could in a way that I did good changes, right? I've been eating healthy um, I'm eating like I have good supplementation. I'm controlling like the inflammation level of my body with, you know, what I eat, uh, not having perfumes and things that could, uh, you know, interfere mm-hmm. in the hormones. And I'm, I'm doing the right things and, and I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Like we, we have an open, uh, a marriage open to life. Um, and it's, it's up to God and the next cycle, I got pregnant. Wow. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Isn't that crazy? That is amazing. I really like your story really makes me think of, um, Hannah from first Samuel, um, in first Samuel one verse 10, it says she was in bitterness of soul and she wept in anguish and prayed to the Lord. And that was just at the moment where she just like, she laid it all down because she had a really difficult journey similar to you, where she went for years of not being fertile and wanting children, but not having them. And then she got to this moment where she was like, I'm done. Like, I, and she was just in anguish 
um, weeping so much so that like the priest thought she was drunk. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> she was like, I'm, I'm just praying to the Lord. I just, he was like, may he grant you the desires of your heart. And, and then, and then sure enough, she got pregnant after she'd fully surrendered. And that's a, you had a Hannah moment, Naya. You had the Hannah moment. That's like such a beautiful testimony. So, um, man, it's all God. <laughs> yeah. All the glory to the Lord. I think he's, mm-hmm. he's just, um, I don't know. His face is shining on you. His face is so shining on you. And he sees, he sees your submission to him. You know, it's not the, well, I did this, this, and this, and this. So I got pregnant. You know, it's the, well, this was what was presented to me. And I went to the Lord about it and I listened to the Lord. And I surrendered and I got pregnant, you know, so um, I'm just, I'm so happy for you. You're now 15 weeks. Um, Oh my goodness. Did you guys do any early testing to find out if it's a girl or boy? You don't have to share that if you don't want to, but. Happy to share. I was just thinking about that because last time we spoke, uh, I didn't have Danielle's plan. And I was just wondering, I was like, Did I, I don't think I told her. She's going to find out with oh, you guys. Like, everybody's going to find out together. <laughs> We're having a boy. Oh, goodness. That's beautiful. <laughs> it's a baby boy coming. Yeah. Oh, praise the Lord. I mean, this, this July got willing. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you guys have a name picked out? We actually do. We're just gonna wait you're gonna keep that one okay that's okay i respect that i have like a list of um in my client workflow of my my clients who are in the way and then my clients who are who have the babies and i still have like a question mark next to naya's name because i need to know your baby's name so i can pray for him by name but now i know it's a he so that's great um (laughs) that's awesome oh my goodness and boys are so sweet to their mamas my boys have um they're four and a half and um, my youngest just the youngest boy just turned three, and they're very sweet to mama. They tell me I'm beautiful mm-hmm. and like I look so Aww. pretty. <laughs> but they're calling me out. My four year old he called me out this morning in a way that he didn't mean to. He was like, "Mama, I love it when you dress nicely. Like it, you just look so beautiful when you dress nicely. I don't like it when you wear pajamas." <laughs> Like, oh man, I just got called out. Okay. That's lovely. <laughs> I was That's like, lovely. wow, I got to put my A game on for homeschooling days. So <laughs> it's That's a hoop. So but, um, okay, well, let me pray over you and mm-hmm. let me pray over our listeners. And I just thank you again so much for sharing your story with us. It's a beautiful story. You had lots of ups and downs. And, um, and you are just walking, walking in step with the Lord. And it's all over your face. Y'all can't see Naya, but I can. And she is literally glowing. So, um, Lord Jesus, we just come before you. And I thank you so much for um, Naya sharing her story. And I know that it's going to resonate with a lot of women who have been through a miscarriage or who have felt dismissed by their doctor or... Um, who have just tried to do everything and haven't quite gotten to the fully surrendered position yet, Lord. Or maybe they have and they're still in the wait. Um, Lord, you give and you take away and blessed be your name. Um, and I thank you, God, that you have um, found it fit to give to Naya in this season. 
Um, I just pray for a blessing over her. And I pray for any listeners who um, who are carrying a child right now. I just pray for a special blessing of protection and um, and just benediction over them, Lord, that um, them and their babies would be healthy and that their pregnancies would be so healthy and their hormones would be beautiful. The placenta would do what it needs to do. Their progesterone and estrogen would do what they need to do and that that baby would be just so healthy and that there would be no complications. And we pray for healthy deliveries and um, all glory to you, Lord. And God, I just pray over um, the woman in the weight as I've prayed over Naya and many others many times, Lord. Um, I pray that you would give them patience and endurance, and I pray that you would press on their heart what you're asking them to do, whether you are asking them to make a change in their life um, or you're asking them to make a change in their heart towards you um, or a change in how they bring you into their healthcare, Lord. I just pray that you would really press that on to this woman and that would sit with her sticky for the rest of the day and that she would really discuss with you um, on what you're pressing her on about, Lord. I know it's going to be individual to each woman. Um, but God, thank you so much for Naya and for her sharing her story and for um, for her being in um, a really a really beautiful space in life and getting to carry um, this child. We just praise you and thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, girl, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you please take 30 seconds and leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts? Literally just pause this, scroll on down, click write a review, and I promise it'll take two seconds, well, maybe like 25 seconds, and it would bless me so much to see what you thought about this episode and to hear your feedback. And also, if you could share this in a quick text message to the friend or family member that you were thinking of while listening to this episode, that would be awesome. It just lights me up to know that this podcast is helping you and other people. And girl, I pray that your progesterone is awesome. I'll meet you back next Thursday for another episode. Have a blessed day.